new woo-ho, we get a clue, yo, do I blew your mind from you, you to Soho, Cody Willow, New Mexico, Lobo, Muddy Souls, get around like hobos, yeah, we be tearing it up, and you gon' get it, how you giving it up? Hello and welcome back to another episode of Cody Underground. I am Cody Willer. Today is Wednesday, June 1st, 2016, and we're going to talk about the economy, how it's much better than most people realize, how the Fed is, because of that, likely to tighten rates in the near future and through a cycle here, and because of all of that, why you should probably be very bullish. Let's say bullish, not necessarily very bullish. But you want to own stocks when the Fed's tightening and the economy's booming. It uh, might be counterintuitive because everybody else on the planet is telling you, don't fight the Fed. But if you look at, back on history over the last 30 years, you wanted to fight the Fed. Every time the Fed was raising rates, especially in the early part of the raising rate cycle, the stock market boomed. Look at from 96 to 99. You look at 2004 to 2007. Those were the best three to five years spans in the stock market over the last 20 and 30 years, and they happened while the Fed was raising interest rates. Let's jump in. Look, last week, guys, I was in New York City. I got there, caught a red-eye flight last Monday and uh, landed at 5.30 a.m. I was at my first meeting by 10 a.m., and I met with five different sources, partners, former co-workers, or friends each day for four days. I caught a flight back to Albuquerque at 7.45 p.m. Thursday night, and after driving three hours back to, to my house and my family, I finally got to bed just before 3 a.m. It was a whirlwind trip. I got no sleep, I guess is the way, what I'm trying to get at there. And I learned a lot. I had a lot of really interesting meetings. Here's some random notes I'll mention to you. Number one, a former primetime television executive producer, big guy ran, uh, you know, he ran, uh, he was one of the big dogs over uh, inside of the one of the biggest cable news channels, which you all know. Um, anyway, look, he was actually talking about how his son is in San Francisco working for a startup media company, which has raised some money, uh, generating some revenues, and out hiring people. Here's another one. Business trends at a major news site, which I write for and you probably know, um, they appear to be steadily strong. They are investing in technology and rich media. Another friend of mine used to be the publisher of several of the largest magazines in the country. Well, you know, he's basically finished up what he was doing, turning some of those magazines around, selling them off, and now he's deciding what his next move is, and there's no lack of options for him. Let's put it that way. Every meeting I had was things like that, where a newsletter writer, a trader, an entrepreneur guy, he's out been in the Middle East, South America, and Tennessee in the last couple months, building businesses, meeting with investors and business partners. Small tech buy a small tech, small cap biotech that a friend of mine is helping run. They're burning millions of dollars per month, barely any revenues, no real revenues at this place yet, and uh, they're still able to raise money. Might be a little more expensive than they might have hoped, but they are raising money. There's money out there willing to speculate in early-stage biotech research and development. Um, I even hit the uh, the Benzinga FinTech Awards and convention when I was in New York, and it was the crowd was strong. It, it appears that the funding of FinTech startups, financial technology is what that stands for, it's not weak. That's for sure. I, I don't think it's bubbled or frenzied like it was maybe three or four years ago. It's somewhat healthy. And finally, yeah, again, these are just random notes. Uh, I met 
I had 20 different meetings like these. Here's another note from a meeting with some Nokia Alcatel Lucent Nortel executive. And um, business at Nokia sounds like it's pretty good. Uh, they still got to digest the Alcatel Lucent acquisition, but business isn't bad over there, that's for sure. Look, guys, you can see that most of my notes were rather bullish. That's the point I'm trying to get to. And while I was on the road last week, I mentioned that. And I asked people out there on Scudify and on Trading with Cody and um, MarketWatch and other places to let me know if their own economy, where they live and work, and their sector and geography, if they're seeing a booming economy like I just saw in New York. I got back to New Mexico, by the way, last week. Uh, on Friday night, and I opened up the local newspaper, and they're talking about front page section is how Albertsons bought out the local grocery store, kept 100% of the employees, and is bringing on 30 more. Uh, there's another article about another company opening up, expanding their facilities and hiring. So it's not just New York, you know, even here in rural New Mexico, rural New Mexico, the economy seems to be pretty good. And most of the, I had dozens of responses when I asked people what's going on with their economy and broke down that about 80% said their economy is booming or good or okay. And maybe just 15, 20% said that the economy is bad. So look, that's somewhat anecdotal as is my trip. And you don't want to necessarily base investment or anal analysis on anecdotes. But you step back and you look at the broader economic trends, the employment trends, the GDP trends, corporate earning trends, um, share of corporate earnings as a percentage of the gross domestic product of this country are growing. have been for decades. My entire adult life I've seen um, the Republican-Democrat regime and the Federal Reserve and um, most developed governments around the world spend as much time as possible helping corporations. Um, that's been clear in the earnings and the share of earnings as a percentage of the economy, and that's continued. So look, guys, you step back and you look at all this, and I think it points, the, my analysis continues to point to the economy being stronger here in the United States for sure than the consensus expects it is. And most signs currently point to the economy continuing to expand with some acceleration in the employment numbers too. So given that, given that economic analysis and forecast for more growth, I no longer expect the Fed to cut rates as I'd been talking about in my most recent podcast that I thought we'd go to negative interest rates here in the U.S. as we've seen Japan and some other places do in Europe. Um, I don't expect the Fed to... And issue any formal new announcements of new forms of quantitative easing, known as QE, which is just another form of cutting rates, frankly, uh, redistributing wealth from middle-class America to the biggest banks and giant corporations. That's what QE does. That's what 0% interest rates do. Like I said, we, most things from the government and the Federal Reserve are all about helping corporate earnings. So at any rate, guys, this recently burgeoning tightening cycle from our U.S. Central Bank, the Federal Reserve, it appears more likely to continue than not. Remember, this is the tricky part. You want to be long when the Fed is in the early stages of a tightening phase. Because as I mentioned earlier, for the last three decades, the markets have boomed and rallied big. 
in the early to mid parts of a tightening phases. 96 to 99, 2003 to 2007. I mentioned both those earlier. Conventional wisdom of, quote, don't fight the Fed has been dead wrong during most of the cycles for the last 30 years. Recall that in my podcasts and writings on tradingwithcody.com, MarketWatch, um, The Street, Scudify, recall that I've been more inclined to be bearish and think the market's going to go down if I thought the Fed was going to cut rates again. Being more bullish because the Fed is likely entering a tightening cycle might be counterintuitive, but it's a fact that free thinking and not just accepting conventional wisdom like don't fight the Fed, that doing, fighting conventional wisdom, being a free thinker, those are the only ways you can ever truly outperform consensus. You have to do things different than the consensus and conventional wisdom if you want to outperform your stock market portfolio and your career and your life. Meanwhile, looking at the stock market near-term setup and sentiment itself, look, there's a lot of bearishness and general uneasiness about the market's ability to rally because of the Fed's tightening cycle. Think about that. Like I said, conventional wisdom is probably all wrong about that, but that's also got the conventional, the, the major hedge fund managers, mutual fund managers, fund manager cash levels in general are at historic highs right now. Investor sentiment polls, not something I put much faith in, but worth mentioning, are widely reported as being at historic lows despite the market's relative strength of late. Net-net, as I started off with this podcast, look, there are quite a few bullish underpinnings for the stock market. As it often does, the market's ability to truly rally to new all-time highs in the months ahead, despite everything I just said, it really does and will likely come down to individual companies and their ability to grow their corporate earnings. So really, this looks to be an ideal time to be investing in revolutionary companies that are set to benefit from both the cyclical economic market setup as well as the secular growth that they are creating in their own new technologies and markets. I'm comfortable with our mix of some high-growth, mega-cap, huge winners for me and my investors and readers at Trading with Cody. That We've been in Google since the IPO, Amazon for many years, Facebook since $20 per share, Apple since a dollar per share. You can go back and find my writings about this stuff. I'm proud about it. You can see it on trainingwithcody.com, the landing page. I have screenshots of when I bought some of those stocks. Anyway, I like those companies still, holding them. I might have trimmed at Amazon a couple weeks ago when it hit 720, but uh, I still own 90% of the shares. Might trim some more of some of those names at some point. I've trimmed a little Facebook and Google over the years. Um, and I also own Twitter, FireEye. A couple other names that I bought recently as part of a teenager stock basket. You can find the details of every trade I make and all of my positions at tradingwithcody.com, of course. And I also like some of my other revolution investment names that I've mentioned before, like NVIDIA, Sony. And I've got some shorts on my sheets that my people at tradingwithcody.com and um, others have seen me short... um, well, Pandora back in the 20s, it's now in the single digits. I'm still short that one and a couple others. So look, guys, our playbook, the 
the playbook that you've heard me talk about on Cody Underground and read me writing about everywhere and what I based the entire trading with Cody and revolution investing approached on. That playbook has done its job. Which means I don't have to scramble to change anything despite the fact that I'm increasingly bullish about the economy. At least for the next 6 to 9, 12 months. And frankly, probably about the stock market too. I don't have to bet on the near-term action in the stock market. Remember that. So guys, in the end, look. Think free. Accept reality. Be vigilant. Make the hardest trade. Stay disciplined. Rock on. That's Cody Underground, the podcast. I'm Cody Willard. Find me, as I mentioned earlier, on tradingwithcody.com. Find me on Scudify and the Scudify apps. Find me on Market Watch, Revolution Investing. Peace, love, and happiness. Thanks for tuning in. Myself, I'ma take from the poor and give to the rich and double high deep. I dig every ditch and then be good in the game like Joplin until I'm violated or quit. Well, I'll be living it up and keep on living while you giving it up. And about the way he living Take a hit, make a hit, keep a tunnel vision Sign a deal with the fans, go to music prison Who believe you a prophet when you enjoy your music Sells advertisements for profits Well, who knew, boo, ho, we get a clue Yo, do I blew your mind from to you to Soho Cody Willow, New Mexico, Lobo, Muddy Souls Get around like hobos, yeah, we be tearing it up And you gon' get it, how you giving it up? Why you living it up? See, I thought I was rich till I got rich and found out how rich rich can get. 